Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and today I will be reading from the book of Ecclesiastes. This is part of what's called in the Bible Wisdom Literature, chapters 1 through 3. And uh, I just want to share with you uh, that uh, Ecclesiastes has uh, often been thought to have been written by Solomon, uh, the son of David. Um, but it's part of a larger bit of writing in the Old Testament called wisdom literature. So the Song of Solomon is wisdom literature. Uh, the book of Proverbs is considered wisdom literature. And today I'm reading from the book of Ecclesiastes, wisdom literature. From the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible, starting with chapter 1. Reflections of a Royal Philosopher The words of the teacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem, vanity of vanities, says the teacher, vanity of vanities, all is vanity. What do people gain from all the toil, all the toil, at which they toil under the sun? A generation goes and a generation comes, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun goes down, and hurries to the place where it rises. The wind blows to the south and goes around to the north. Round and round goes the wind, and on its circuits the wind returns. All streams run to the sea, but the sea is not full, to the place where the streams flow. There they continue to flow. All things are wearisome more than one can express. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, or the ear filled with hearing. What has been is what will be, and what has been done is what will be done. There is nothing new under the sun. Is there a thing of which it is said, See, this is new. It is already, it has already been, in the ages before us. The people of long ago, are not remembered, nor will there be any remembrance of people yet to come by those who come after them. The Futility of Seeking Wisdom I, the teacher, when king over Israel and Jerusalem, applied my mind to seek and to search out by wisdom all that is done under the heaven. It is an unhappy business that God has given to human beings to be busy with, I saw all the deeds that are done under the sun, and see, all is vanity and a, and a chasing after wind. What is crooked cannot be made straight, and what is lacking cannot be counted. I said to myself, I have acquired great wisdom, surpassing all who were over Jerusalem before me, and my mind has had great experience of wisdom and knowledge. And I applied my mind to know wisdom and to know madness and folly. I perceive that this also is but a chasing after wind. For in much wisdom is much vexation, and those who increase knowledge increase sorrow. Chapter 2. The Futility of Self-Indulgence I said to myself, Come now. I will make a test of pleasure. Enjoy yourself. But again, this also was vanity. I said of laughter, it is mad, and of pleasure, 
What use is it? I searched with my mind how to cheer my body with wine, my mind still guiding me with wisdom, and how to lay hold on folly until I might see what was good for mortals to do under heaven during the few days of their life. I made great works. I built houses and planted vineyards for myself. I made myself gardens and parks and planted in them all kinds of fruit trees. I made myself pools from which to water the forest of growing trees. I bought male and female slaves and had slaves who were born in my house. I also had great possessions of herds and flocks, more than any who had been before me in Jerusalem. I also gathered for myself silver and gold and the treasure of kings and of the provinces. I got singers, both men and women, and delights of the flesh and many concubines. So I became great and surpassed all who were before me in Jerusalem. Also my wisdom remained with me. Whatever my eyes desired, I did not keep from them. I kept my heart from no pleasure, for my heart found pleasure in all my toil, and this was my reward for all my toil, that I considered all that my hands had done, and the toil I had spent in doing it, and again all was vanity, and a chasing after wind, and there was nothing to be gained under the sun. So I turned to consider wisdom, and madness, and folly, for what can the one do who comes after the king? Only what has already been done. Then I saw that wisdom excels folly as light excels darkness. The wise have eyes in their head, but fools walk in darkness. Yet I perceived that the same fate befalls all of them. Then I said to myself, what happens to the fool will happen to me also. Why then have I been so very wise? And I said to myself, that this also is vanity, for there is no enduring remembrance of the wise or of fools, seeing that in the days to come all will have been long forgotten. How can the wise die just like fools? So I hated life, because what is done under the sun was grievous to me, for all is vanity and a chasing after wind. I hated all my toil in which I had toiled under the sun, seeing that I must leave it to those who come after me. And who knows whether they will be wise or foolish, yet they will be master of all for which I toiled, and use my wisdom under the sun. This also is vanity. So I turned and gave my heart up to despair, concerning all the toil of my labors under the sun, because sometimes one who has toiled with wisdom and knowledge and skill must leave all to be enjoyed by another who did not toil for it. This also is vanity and a great evil. What do mortals get from all the toil and strain with which they toil under the sun? For all their days are full of pain, and their work is a vexation. Even at night their minds do not rest. This also is vanity. There is nothing better for mortals than to eat and drink and find enjoyment in their toil. This also, I saw, is from the hand of God. 
for apart from him, who can eat or who can have enjoyment? For to the one who pleases him, God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy. But to the sinner, he gives the work of gathering and heaping, only to give to one who pleases God. This also is vanity and a chasing after wind. Chapter 3. Everything has its time. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What gain have the workers from their toil? I have seen the business that God has given to every one to be busy with. He has made everything suitable for its time. Moreover, he has put a sense of past and future into their minds, yet they cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. I know that there is nothing better for them than to be happy and enjoy themselves as long as they live. Moreover, it is God's gift that all should eat and drink and take pleasure in all their toil. I know that whatever God does endures forever. Nothing can be added to it, nor anything taken from it. God has done this so that all should stand in awe before him. That which is already has been, that which is to be already is, and God seeks out what has gone by. Moreover, I saw under the sun that in the place of justice, wickedness was there, and in the place of righteousness, wickedness was there as well. I said in my heart, God will judge the righteous and the wicked, for he has appointed a time for every matter and for every work. I said in my heart with regard to human beings that God is testing them to show that they are but animals. For the fate of humans and the fate of animals is the same. As one dies, so dies the other. They all have the same breath, and humans have no advantage over the animals, for all is vanity. All go to one place, all are from the dust, and all turn to dust again. Who knows whether the human spirit goes upward and the spirit of animals goes downward to the earth. So I saw that there is nothing better than that all should enjoy their work, for that is their lot. Who can bring them to see what will be after them? Thus we end the reading of chapter 3 of the book of Ecclesiastes. I've read starting from chapter 1 to chapter 3, and now I would like to offer some questions for reflection. 
Number one, what are your thoughts from these three chapters of Ecclesiastes? Two, why do you think the wisdom writer is so cynical about life? Three, what are your thoughts about the wisdom in chapter three? To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under the heavens, a time to be born, a time to die. Uh, what are your thoughts about this? And finally, do you have any other reflections or thoughts on these first three chapters in the book of Ecclesiastes? I'd like to close us out now with a prayer. Let us pray. My Lord and my God, grant me a larger perspective on life. Enable me to see how everything works together for the larger good. Lord, you have created a world within the universe that is marvelous and splendid. You have ordained life with its unique and curious ways and given each of us purpose, power, and the ability to think and create. Help me to live life to the fullest, make the most of each day, and glorify you in all ways. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood, Pastor and Senior Minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ. Located in the heart of Detroit, the very tip-top of the medical center area of Detroit. And I hope that this has been a blessing to you. Tomorrow, I'm going to begin with chapter 4 of the book of Ecclesiastes. This is uh, There's a beautiful passage there where the wisdom writer says two are better than one. Uh, and if uh, one falls by himself, you know, who's going to pick him up? And uh, so it's a beautiful passage, and I hope uh, you'll join me tomorrow. God bless. God keep you.